This is Jeff Cross, and welcome to the July 2022 edition of Views on the News from the Couch, a baby boomer's attempt to pass along his views on the news. I'm back. I skipped yesterday's podcast. Mondays and last Thursdays were done from a hotel room, and I was not happy with the quality. Hopefully, now that I am home, the quality will be better. Quick hitters. Police arrests in Chicago are way down as crime rises. Per the Fox News article by Emma Colton, quote, the decline in arrests comes after sweeping changes were made to how the Chicago Police Department patrols the streets, including restricting their vehicle pursuit policy, ending foot pursuits if a suspect runs from an officer, or if someone commits a minor offense, end quote. Ending pursuits if a suspect runs away. Seriously. Is this the walk-don't-run form of policing? Roy Teixeira is a liberal thinker who left a liberal think tank and joined a conservative think tank. Yeah, boring. He left because he felt he could not do his work. In the Link Politico article by Michael Schaefer, he says, quote, The relentless focus on race, gender, and identity in historically liberal foundations and think tanks has made it hard to do work that looks at society through other prisms. End quote. I keep wondering when we have crested the crazy hill. When will we return to conservatives who want to spend less and have less government, battling liberals who want to spend more and have government do more? Those were the days. Putin is threatening to reduce the supply of natural gas to Europe. Who was sanctioning who? Europe relying on Russian natural gas was clearly an egregious mistake. Will the Europeans ever say, oops, I need that? I think it would be good for them to say, oops. It's simple. We were wrong. Maybe even analyze why they were wrong. Possibly reconsider similar areas where they might also be wrong. A full oops analysis. Europe is experiencing a heat wave and wildfires are frequent in the South. 173 new cases on Monday of monkeypox in Chicago. The Twitter versus Elon Musk trial is scheduled for October. Twitter is trying to force Musk to complete his buyout of Twitter, the sale they initially fought. Michigan football coach Jim Harbaugh said, quote, I believe in having the courage to let the unborn be born, end quote. Some are calling for him to be fired. If there was a clear, unambiguous, no-talking politics policy, that I can understand that. I'm guessing no clear policy exists, and if Coach Harbaugh said he was pro-abortion, there would be no calls for him to lose his job. Moving on. Prince Harry spoke at the United Nations and gave us his thoughts. I am much more interested in the thoughts of the great dog Winston. Why should we care what Prince Harry thinks? He is prince not by meritocracy, but by birth. I assume the average IQ of a prince is 100, since that is the average for people. Maybe he is a bit above average, but I doubt it. He was educated at Eton, which I believe is similar to our high school, and, is very, and the school is very well thought of. In Wikipedia, they say he had two A-levels, which I don't think are grades, but areas of concentration. He received a B in art and a D in geography. A former teacher said he was a weak student, and staff helped him cheat. The school denies that, though per Wikipedia, they say he did get assistance on his project. Harry did seem to do well in the military, which I believe he took seriously. 
and the dude could party, and he was comfortable with himself. Once in Vegas, he played pool naked with a bunch of his friends. He is a key part of the Invictus Games, which are a sporting competition for wounded service men and women. That is great, but I am betting that others did the heavy thinking. Anyway, what is it about Harry that would lead me to think he is worth listening to on a range of subjects? Nothing. But we do that. Oh, you're famous. Oh, your wife is Meghan Markle, who opened suitcases in a TV show with Jerry Springer. Yeah, what you say is worth listening to. Enough on Prince Harry. Reading the attached Reuters article, I see that Speaker of the House Nancy Pelosi was supposed to go to Taiwan in April, but canceled due to COVID. Some sources say she may go next month, and the Chinese are unhappy. Per the article, a Chinese Foreign Ministry spokesperson said a Pelosi visit would, quote, seriously undermine China's sovereignty and territorial integrity, end quote. Our top officials are making more visits than I recall in the past to Taiwan, higher-level visits, and the Chinese really want to bully us not to. I think this is an adult version of a slapping contest, and good for us that we are playing. On this next one, at first, I was going to call stupid, but after reading the article and thinking about it, I see his point. Robert Reich, an aging leader in the Democratic Party, calls for Democrats to kick Senator Joe Manchin out of the party. The good senator is from West Virginia, a very red state, and votes the way his constituents want him to vote. Maybe he even votes a bit more liberal than his constituents want him to. But that is unacceptable to the likes of Robert Reich because it is getting in the way of a very liberal agenda. Without Manchin's vote, they can only muster... 49 votes, one shy of a majority. That seems like a stupid wish to kick Manchin out, because then the Democrats would be in the minority. But Reich has a point. If you're going to lose most votes that matter, then you already effectively are in the minority, and it might actually be better to be in the minority. As it is now, the optics are that the Senate Democrats should be able to get more accomplished. Thanks for listening to Views on the News from the Couch. If you like this podcast, please share with your friends. If you did not like it, please share with the rest of the folks you know.